What's happening? Welcome to another edition of the wrap up, aka kicking it with the cousins. Tony on the mic, and joining me as always is my mailman, your mailman. The why the heck is it 90 degrees in September, mailman? I'm talking about Oz, the people's mailman. Oz, what's going on, brother? What is going on, sir? You want to talk about hot? The worst thing is delivering mail in that heat, bro. Luckily, I had a day off today, so I didn't have to suffer through that. Today would have really sucked, but yesterday, it was bad. It's hot as hell, man. We got a couple more days. I think there's like 50% chance of showers tomorrow, which even sucks even more, but, you know, we'll get through it, bro. We'll get through it. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I think the September is a new August. Yeah. For some reason, it's been a little... Little you know, this whole global warming thing, bro. They don't, Nobody wants to talk about it. They want to sweep it under the rug. I don't know. That's I'll, I'll take global warming in, like, December, I like don't get me like give me if it's like 70 December, I'm not gonna be too mad about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go to a nice football game, be able to chill in the crowd. Yeah, why not? Yeah, the environmentalists out there might not like that, but I'm just saying, just you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, I'm not gonna pull no punches. Um, you you've been a little uh hot hot topic, uh hot button, I guess you could say. Um, you know, the DMs has been uh you you've had the DMs on uh on fire. The last two weeks, uh, yes, both good, bad, and different. Um, uh-huh. even I caught some heat too. For no, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, so we had the recap. Well, wait, uh, before we point. get into that, bro, yeah, we got to go ahead and announce who won, and we got to get oh shout-outs. my goodness gracious, yeah. See, look, I'm so happy that to uh, to get <laughs> into under the bus. Business. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I got called out for not throwing you under the bus. So, <laughs> so listen, the winner of tonight's chat, chopping in. Let me see. Ooh, wow, clocking in at seven o two p.m. All the way from. Uh, oh man, I love his his town in Texas, but I forget what it's called right now at the top of my head. But uh, Papa Jim taking the title tonight. He's uh, he said, this is yeah. his first time, right? No, no, nah, nah, he's his one before. One before early one. on before James started getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, uh, your boy took second place this week. So uh there Not you go. Bad. My boy, your boy, your boy, <laughs> everybody's boy, Mr. James Luman in the heezy for sheezy representing as he always does. And we get yo, yeah. this this chat is on fire, bro. No, I got a lot of comments to catch up on here. Papa, J- Papa Jim said, come down here to Texas if you want the heat going to bed. <laughs> like, let's go tomorrow, 108. No, thank you. Uh, let me see. So uh, James says, uh, happy Wednesday night, car fam. Tony and Oz, I hope the week has been good to you so far. Absolutely, sir. Debbie's in the house. What's going on, Debbie? Debbie, Debbie. Sports car therapist checking in. Another guy from Texas, man. We got Texas on lock, man. Blaine Thornton is there. He's, he says elite. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been on fire this week Kevin, I want to say his name the right way The way he says it Kevin, and I always screw it up because I, Cormier? You know, Cormier Yeah, Cormier Cormier is I think how he says it But I can't We're, we're going to get into Kevin's comment a little bit later We we definitely highlighted that He he slid into my DMs and he kind of called me out He's calling me out again yeah, Appreciate yeah. that, Kevin We're going to get into it, man For And sure sports car therapist uh, As a representative of Mount Hobby it has been agreed upon that Oz is good people. See, appreciate that. Yeah, well, Kevin on Hobby. the other side, on the other side, he says, let's see if Mount Hobby has Oz reading a hostage statement tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. Uh, Debbie says, happy NFL Eve. Absolutely. Actually, um, yeah, man, I had my Eagles hat on yesterday, but I was like, today I just kind of went. Man, I was uh, I was listening to to Robin Ken, Big Ken, just talking. I heard some hot takes, baby, some hot dude. takes. Listen, man, he's jerking that. Rob's drinking that that G-Man Kool-Aid, man. Somebody <laughs> might have poisoned that, but that's another story for another day. Hey, listen, I, I respect the the optimism, right? Yes, yes. We're all listen. Before the season, everybody has those sure. aspirations to win the Super Bowl. So you can't not because you never know, man. NFL, you never know from no. year to year things change. Year to year, year to year <laughs> things change. So, yeah, I actually heard a stat today that said uh, the. Last time the NFL, the NFC East representative lost in the Super Bowl, um, I think it's been 50 years since they went back, something like that. Wow. Like, like yeah, it, it's some crazy stat like that. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh it's no easy task. And usually for some reason, and there was a while there where the Super Bowl loser, whichever side it was, uh would just fall off the cliff. Yeah, the the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, it's just very tough to get back. A lot of stuff has to fall in place. You gotta be healthy. Um, take advantage of, of, of a schedule, whatever it is. Um, yeah, so. longer, long gone are the days of like the Buffalo Bills going like four times in a row. You know, yeah. they were like, <laughs> that was crazy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Blaine says he drafted Travis Kelsey with number one in two leagues, one wow. overall. Wow, that's aggressive there, sir. Um, yeah, he'll I mean, be back. Yeah, he'll be back. You might, might be not back. have him for uh, the first week. All right, bro. Hey, listen, nobody wins the fantasy championship in weeks one, two, three, and four. So you you got, you got time to, got time to recoup there, brother. So, um, oh, okay. His first pick, not overall. Gotcha. All right. So, um, like I said, man, let's, um, get into the the recap from this week. You, you kind of had the floor to explain yourself a little bit. A la, uh, Miss uh, Lucille Ball. You were, um, (laughs) you, uh, you know, gave, 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 you expanded more on your take. And like I said, I think I, I understood where you were coming from when, when you said it. Um, but you know, we've had comments both ways. So just talking to me a little bit about some of the feedback you got and, and kind of, we'll go from there. Yeah, definitely got some feedback, which is pretty cool. Uh, when I first said what I said, it was a very short statement. We were just the three of us chatting, the three amigos, uh, commission was there as well. And basically just said, Hey, listen, if I go to your house, uh, and I look at your collection, I wanted to be able to see the type of you know, by the kind of cars that you have, I, I should be able to tell what kind of person you are, at least, you know, who you're a fan of and, and what you're about. And if you just have the best of the best, you know, a couple goats, and I, you know, I mentioned the, the, the biggest goats. I mentioned sure. Babe Ruth, Gretzky, uh, Will Chamberlain, and I forget who the other one was. I always forget the fourth one. And then um, I threw in there like a Justin Herbert, but just like cherry picking the best goats, not necessarily being a vintage collector, but the fact that you picked uh, 86 Fleer, Michael Jordan, that you picked the, you know, the best cards. It's almost like you came in with a checklist and be like, okay, what are the best cards in the hobby? You know, you ha- how you can go online and you can look up and say, okay, yeah. man, let me just go ahead. Top 10 cards of the hobby. It's like you, you, you came in, you got some money. All right, let me go ahead and start checking them off. 86 Fleer, <laughs> Gretzky, Babe Ruth, Will Chamberlain, you know? Okay. And then on top of that, you know, I kind of like, uh, you know, these, these, these quarterbacks. So who's the hottest quarterback at the time, you know, Justin Herbert, the golden boy. So you just came in and you did that, not necessarily coming in and showing who you're a fan of. And we always talk about fan being short for fanatic, you know, and when you're a fanatic, like you, you know, me, I'm a fanatic of the Eagles. I, you know, Michael Jackson, you, you know, who I'm crazy about and I'll go ahead and I'll get physical representations of those either players, teams, or specific things in order to show, you know, how I feel about those teams. So when you, you know, if I were to go to your home and see that you just picked all these elite cards, which on the surface, nothing wrong with these cards. Everybody wants these cards. You know, that, that wasn't, it was just me. I, like I said, coming off the top of the dome, but like if a person just has those, I really don't know who you're a fan of. So yes, my glasses are, I'm being doing my best impersonation. Actually, these are my, uh, what I'm trying to do, these are for later. Yeah, those are my, for later. We'll, yeah, we'll leave that for later. These are my investigative yeah. glasses. So, you know, this is going to break it down a little bit first. I want to get real serious, my Clark Kent's. Um, <laughs> so, but basically, by me seeing your collection, I, I could see what, what you do. So, uh, there were some people that got their, their, their feathers ruffled a little bit just because of the cards that I chose. Had I just stayed with, say, for example, all prospects, you know, new quarterbacks, new basketball players, Zion, LaMelo. I don't think there would have been that much backlash, but the fact that I threw in vintage goats kind of like put people like, Oh, what are you saying? Like if I collect vintage goats, I'm a follower, you know, I'm, I'm just following the crowd. What are you trying to say? You know, like vintage, vintage people that collectors, that's normally they have the goats. So that's kind of messed up. You're, you're, you're calling them followers. And I was like, that's not what I meant. And I think this is where Kevin Cormier, Cormier <laughs> kind of said, I backtracked a little bit. Not that I'm backtracking, but I just wanted to clarify the statement as to, you know, when you when you think of vintage collectors, a lot of vintage collectors that have been out there for a while, most of them from back in the day were set collectors. And it's almost through over time, obviously, you're going to go ahead and you're going to, once you start building these sets, 
if you start from say 52 or 53 or 55, 56, you know what I mean? You're going to get these goats by default. So you're going to have them. And then with the, with the way that older collectors would do, you know, they would get depending on, you know, if they want to get say a PSA one to start and then, you know, upgrade as you go on, you know, we talked about the 1933 Gaudi, uh -huh. our boy, he he's collecting that and then he's getting them signed by little by little, you know, he's trying to collect the whole set, but whenever he gets a chance to go ahead and upgrade those cars, he can do so. Um, and that's how a lot of the vintage collectors were. And now it's, you know, you, you came back and you were like, you know, a lot of what the way vintage used to be collected, it's different now. It's not so much set collecting anymore. It's more like cherry picking. We know, right. you know, Jackie Robinson and, you know, we know the Mickey Mantles and, you know, so on and so forth, Babe Ruth. So more people are taking their, their money and going ahead and using it not only as, you know, from, okay, if you, if you enjoy historical figures and the love of the game and, and really going back in time, you can go ahead and get those people and use your money instead of trying to build a whole set to get those guys. So, I mean, that's that. I mean, it, it was, Yeah. I don't know if I was misunderstood <laughs> or just the person or people that heard it. They kind of just were caught off guard when I used the the goats. Sure. And it kind of like, you know, caused some stuff. So, yeah, well, because you usually don't hear those cars associated with, with that type of, you know, with the kind of behavior you were trying to describe or, or the collecting style. You, you know, you, like I said, it's usually more uh, the flavor of the week guys, the modern, the hot prospects thing. You know, you, you were kind of getting at that um, as opposed to those cars in particular. But I mean, you know, we, we also had the comment, too, that sometimes maybe collecting those guys isn't as exciting as far as or to say, um, like uh, revealing your personality or your fandom, because like you said, I mean, sometimes you didn't even see these guys play. Um, but, you know, maybe they are they're, those cards are, you know, they're financially motivated while you pick them up or whatever. Yeah. But I, I understand what you were saying. Um, now, you said um there was a. Uh, and I'm not going to name names. I like keep, keep some of this stuff private because it's, you know, we don't know. Like, I mean, you're already outed Kevin. So whatever, well, but he kind of, well, I mean, he, Kevin just he, basically, you know, he <laughs> said, bro, he goes, well, can't believe you back down, you know, Mount Hobby got to you, huh? <laughs> and I, in my mind, I was like, nah, I kind of doubled down. I thought what well, I was just explaining because if people just listened to the episode and didn't really catch that, because it hit some people and others not, it just went right by. But the yeah. people that it hit, it really hit hard. So I just wanted to go ahead and get a backstory as to why I said what I said and why people were thinking what they were thinking. And in his mind, he was like, I don't know. I heard a lot of backtracking from you. That wasn't very Philly of you. <laughs> yeah. And he banged me for like saying that I let you I let you off the hook. And I said, well, I can't come on the air and bash Oz every week. <laughs> um, I do enough of that in private. So, uh, you know, to some extent, I get, you know. But yeah, he, he gave the analogy. About. He said, like, look, it's like when I used to work in a record store and people would say, hey, I listen to everything. I like Shania Twain and Sublime. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you like the two out of our top five sellers. Bravo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not special. You know, it's those people like, again, like nothing that. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with going with the, the most popular and and doing those types of things. We, you know, everybody's going to collect differently, but it really doesn't tell me that much about you, whether you're listening to records or, um, you know, collecting cards. If you, for example, grew up in Philly and all you do is collect Michael Jordan, I know that you were kind of a front runner. That would be like our cousin Los. <laughs> no, not being serious. Like, like, you know, because when we talk about community and we talk about fandom, usually the reason why teams are put in every city for the most part, major league teams, those are to build community. So the people in that right. area, that's their team and that's who they follow. And then you have people, you know, the classic guy that he wants to go ahead and buck the trend, mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Anti-disestablishmentarianism going, you know, <laughs> opposite to everybody just to be able to argue. So, for example, if we have shitty teams like the, the Philly, you know, usually does, we're not winning. That guy's like, well, I'm not going to be associated with a loser. I'm not a loser. So now he's going to cherry pick, okay, I'm a Lakers fan, I'm a Yankees fan, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, <laughs> and, you know, whatever, whoever is good in hockey, you know. Right. <laughs> and um, and they'll be that, even though they've never once been to that stadium or, you know, it's just more so to be able to be on the side of, of the winning team. I gotcha. And I always had to, 
deep down rooted. I hated that. I hated the guy that lived right next to me, but was a Chicago Bulls fan while we're here struggling to be a Sixers fan. <laughs> understood. Understood. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, sports card therapist says uh, Oz's own family is about to cancel him. And um, he said, yeah, like how Uncle Joe liked the Lakers. Yeah, F Uncle Joe, right? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Now, um, you you actually uh, you brought up a topic because um, you said about uh, collecting and what you collect. And, and so we're both building sets right now. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to talk about why we're building them. And what exactly drew you to that set, and how does it hit you in the feels when putting the whole set together? If you want to go first, go ahead. However you want to do it. Um, hold on a second. Before we do that, let's. Mr. Um, Cormier. Yeah, he's gonna clarify. He said to clarify my original point to Oz was that I agree with him, and and great collections weren't necessarily unique collections. Yeah. So and great, yeah, great yeah. in quotes, meaning right. you know quotes. you can have a great collection because you have all the top dogs but it's not going to really talk to you or speak about you as a person and, and have any uniqueness. And that's really what, you know, what we were trying to get at or what I was trying to get at. Yeah. It's almost like when you're at a show and you see, you know, you see six dealers lined up in a row and five of the six have the same case. Yeah. They have the same stuff. I walk right on by most of the time, you know, you're always looking for that showstopper that, you know, they're like, Oh, or when you're on Instagram and you're scrolling, mm-hmm. Um, which is the one that's going to make you stop yeah. as opposed to just, you know, the same cars being recycled over and over and over again, which uh, by the way, the, the um, Crosstown boys had Wiz on today Wiz the mm-hmm. collector, which is really cool episode. If you guys haven't heard that, check it out because the way uh, Wiz operates in the hobby is, is pretty cool. But it, it just makes me think of that because I, I know he operates in that world of the young prospect quarterbacks and things like that. And I, oft, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I wonder if, if, if the guys that operate in that world ever get tired of, 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 of having to deal with the same players over because it's really like just like five or six guys, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, I wonder if that ever. I don't know. I mean, it just depends what what the motivation is. Yeah, as time know. goes on, they they change, but for the most part, like the period of time that we're in, it's those you know guys that that have become anointed. Yeah. And whether it's basketball or football, you know, mainly the QBs. And then it was, you know, Zion, LaMelo, you know, uh-huh. players like that. And um, Cade Cunningham. Now, you know, you, you hear that yeah. name thrown around. And obviously, you know, we, we got the big boy coming. Wemby is going to be the right. next dude that everybody's going to jump on. So those will be for the next couple of years. And a lot of these guys that, that, that play that game, they get in it early. They get in these prospects and they get, their top 1% of their cards, you know what I mean? So they're not buying those, you know, base cards. They're buying cards that can range anywhere from 1500 to 15,000, sometimes 50,000. And they're flipping those cards. Um, and it's, it's a dangerous game. And I know there was a couple of times, you know, when we talked to Wiz, you know, he talked about trading uh, a Joe Burrow for a Davis right. Mills. He had Joe Burrow. He traded to get a Davis Mills. And we were like, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, by the way, what a uh, what a difference a year it makes. It did uh, Josh Allen retire from the NFL? <laughs> it feels that way, right? Right. Yeah. It's, I, I, not a peep. Nothing. It wait till this week way. when he blow. Wait, wait till this week when he blows up on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because with, with Josh Allen, he, you know, two years ago he couldn't lose, even though he didn't win. He, he was just right. he was a hobby darling. And last year, as the season progressed, he kind of started slipping as a quarterback. He got real sloppy with it. But he's always and been sloppy, though. He's been sloppy, but he kind of, like, fixed a lot of that. You know, Steph, was it Stephon Diggs, right? Yeah. He, he fixed a lot of that when he came over. But towards the end of the year last year, he they, he just couldn't overcome. It, it was, I don't know if he was hurt. I think he was hurt. And he was playing with an injury. And uh, it really, it took him back in his progress and that really caused which is weird because a lot of times that doesn't happen with these prospectors especially if they put that like josh out they put a lot of people put a lot of big yeah. money into him and yeah. uh he fell off he fell off big time in regards to the uh the cards and stuff like that so in the prospecting so it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of people out there that are holding on to these cards you know big ken talks about listen i got you know a couple 
Patrick Mahomes cars and I got Joe Burrows and, you know, this is the price that I, I wanted at, you know, they might be looking at this comp from two years ago, but uh -huh. I think it's worth more than that. And I'm just not going to give it up, you know, for something in my mind, that's a thousand dollars more. And yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and hold on to it. And that's what a lot of people are doing now with Josh Allen, hoping that he can recapture that magic. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a dark horse. They're definitely, they got, they got players and it's going to be interesting. Uh, but when it comes to that prospect game, it's a dangerous game to play. And, I, you know, me and Tony are like, eh, we'll, 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 I, we'll I will say, that. well, before I make my point on uh, Papa Jim's jumping off. Uh, right. Thanks for joining us. Papa Jim will catch you. If I was to quote unquote prospect, it would be on those type of players. Josh Allen coming off a quote unquote down year, Joe right. Burrow after he got hurt instead of jumping on guys who have haven't even taken a professional Same snap how. yet. Yeah. So, but uh, anyways, um, talk to me about this set, man. What do what do you? I mean, you've touched on, it, but why why that set? What is it about it? Where are you at with it? Where are yeah. you headed? You know, us we've been primarily singles collectors for the longest time, so it's not. It's 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 been a foreign concept as far as set building, set collecting. Um, for me, when I decided to do the 1986 Fleer, uh, you know, it was a couple reasons. But the first thing was the fact one of my very first cars that I purchased. Well, shoot, two of my biggest purchases were 86 Fleer cars. Said it was the the Jordan, and we had this conversation way back when when we first started when. It, we decided that we wanted to get on these mics and talk about it and, you know, to become serious players in this game is like, dude, who's going to take us seriously. We really don't know what the hell we're talking about. What can we do? You know, we're trying to think what, how can we get a little bit of clout in this game that people actually, you know, sit down and listen to what we're saying. And in our minds it's like, well, we got to get a, a banger. We got to get a card that everybody in the hobby sees as that that's the card. And of course, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of iconic cars, but the 86 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie, you know, and that's debatable. It's always been debatable with the star, but for the most part, the 86 Fleer Michael Jordan has been considered one of the most iconic cars, period, you know, in the history of, of, of sport, sports cars. So we were like, man, we got to make that happen. We got to get that card. And that's when I came across my boy who's been collecting for close to 50 years <laughs> and he had six of them. And, you know, we were fortunate to purchase one off of him and get it graded. And, we you know, we've moved on from it since. But that kind of, you know, just seeing that card, that was like the first time where I was really introduced to the 86 Fleer. Because back in the day, that wasn't on my radar. It was all the junk wax, the hoops and, you know, 89, 90 and all that, those other cards. So 86 Fleer never came into the picture and then we always heard about the uh the jordan rookie but that was like sure. that was in the air you know right. what i mean like i've never seen it touched it so once I, I actually had it in my hand and then he was like dude i got you know like three sets i got right. a you know a banging set a medium set and a not so good set and he's showing me these cars and i'm just like you know drooling like damn <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and uh from that point my other big purchase was the 86 Barkley that I had purchased thinking it was a gem Min 10, but mm -hmm. it was just the auto was a gem Min 10. So two of my, my first big purchases was the Barkley and the Jordan. And then from there, I've always had a soft, you know, soft spot for that particular set. So, you know, going from, from that building on it, then it was like, okay, you know what, obviously I wouldn't be able to get a gem Min 10 set. That's, that's, you know, and it's, it's probably going to be impossible for me to get a PSA nine set. But my thing is I'm not in a rush. So I'm building it little by little. I'm just going to stay, stay focused. And, right. uh, you know, primarily 1933 Gaudi guy said, you know, if you would have told me 25 years ago that I would have the set that I have, I would have said, you're crazy. Cause it just, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a what is a seven figure yeah. set now that he has, he's in possession of, which is, which is insane. So, you know, you, you just gotta, I always had my one boss who always used to tell me, he's like, you know, when things would get, get rough and I'd be like stressing out and he'd be like, your eyes. I'm like, what's up? He's like, listen, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, how do you eat an elephant? I, said, I don't know. He's like one bite at a time, just one bite at a time. And eventually you'll be able to eat it. 
I was like, that's stupid as hell, but I like it. <laughs> and that's how, you know, when you start building these sets, one bite at a time, man. You know, you get what you can get, what you can afford. You don't want to overextend yourself because mm-hmm. there's cards in here that we, you know, we talk about the Jordan sticker and the Jordan, you know, rookie and then the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and other various ones that are going to take some time for me to get that and build up. But mm-hmm. I, there's other cards that are like 40 bucks, you know, PSA 9. So it's just going to be cool. It's going to be a cool journey just seeing. And that that's really what really and not and on top of everything you know it's the 1986 flair it's one of the most iconic sets out there you know not only in basketball but in the hobby period so that's just something what what about you man before i get to mine uh i have to address a complaint here okay um karen splenda is here he's he he's saying i'd like to file a complaint i wasn't informed about a wednesday live you'd like to speak to a manager please well, Mr. Splenda, had you had listened to uh, last week's episode, it was announced. So um, go two, back. Last, last yeah, three go weeks. back, rewind. Um, you maybe, know. maybe somebody hasn't been listening. Well, he's been a little busy. Okay. And we'll get to that in our next topic. So I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cut the cut the guy some slack. I know he was at the beach. Then you know now, I mean, he's 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 probably he's oh my goodness, man, he's overloaded with hankus pankus. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, and, yeah, we'll get to that in in the next segment. For me, obviously, it is because uh, hold on, let me grab it. I didn't want to turn around while you were talking. Um, That's okay, sir. You go ahead and grab that nice. Got this. So obviously, you know, I'm on record. The 1956 Roberto Clemente is my favorite card of his by far, mm-hmm. hands down. Not even close. I love the art. I love the the, the whole thing about it. So um, better than the rookie. Love it better than the rookie. Love this design. I, yeah, I, I, it kind of bums me out sometimes that the rookie, that this isn't the rookie. I really love, 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 love this card. But that's kind of dope too, because you got the rookie, which is you know iconic in itself, and now you right. have this other card that you you know because some people it's like you you get the rookie and that's it. You okay. have another card that you love just as much, if not more, than the rookie. Yeah, yeah, I would probably say, you know, I don't get me wrong. I mean, it was that's you know, talking about a watershed moment. It, you know, you get the rookie, but uh, this, I guess, I just love this card, man. I, it's just so cool, man. I, I the, the whole of the picture, the it's just really cool because like you know you got like the advertisement in the back because uh, some of the some of the um some of the other ones um, some of the other ones in this set it's just like a picture of a field or something so it's really cool to have him making a catch up up against the the outfield wall mm-hmm. uh, so you know I, and I came to grips with myself and I said you know what I'm I'm gonna build that set. And I went in old school style. I mean, I, I know you're doing a PSA nine. Mine is, I mean, I've shown this before. I, I have my binder. I went and got this insert here on eBay uh, with a nice uh, other insert in the back. That's got some of the big boy cards on here. I mean, you have Ernie Banks, Hank Aaron, Sandy Koufax, <coughs> Roberto, Mickey Mantle, Jackie Robinson, Willie Mays, and Ted Williams. And uh, I'm still little by little. I'm chopping away at it. I picked up a lot uh, a few weeks ago and um this this mickey mantle though man this actually today i saw uh kenny g was advertising a psa 9 that they have you know it's, it's going to you know and you know he does this whole mm-hmm. thing without with he uh he shows his his these big time items but between the mickey mantle being you know his, his triple crown year and this is the last jackie card 56 jackie card um it's these are two big boys haven't gotten them yet and um i'll get to them at some point but it's fun it's really fun building this stuff when you i mean there's so much i mean i've dug into some of these guys as far as like who they are and what they kind of did and it amazes me as actually i was very amazed how many latino players are in this set even more than than i expected it to be to be honest i mean and that's always just kind of in the back of my mind uh, when, I'm, when I'm looking at this stuff, because, you know, at, at this point, you know, integration was all the way in, in the league. It was fine. But still, I'm like, well, how many people, how many guys were actually in the league? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, know? you think in the 50s, it, was, it wasn't it was the uh, best time period to be, you know, coming from the Negro Leagues or, or from, you know, the Caribbean. Not yeah, being yeah. Able, was- not even being able to speak English. 
you know, just imagine. Yeah. So like that, that's what gets me is like, how did they, how did they get, you know, I mean, were there, were there scouts? Where the heck were the scouts at? Cause I mean, these guys are playing, were they playing some dirt sand lot yeah. in the Caribbean somewhere? It's not like, you know, there was, I, I, I can't, you know, it just, it really takes me to a different place when, when I'm looking at these guys and, and all these dudes. I mean, look, you have a guy here, Jose San, San Santiago, actually from Puerto Rico. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, dude, it's just, just looking back and, and I, and I think it was Rob that said it, like where he said he was, said, you know, he's obsessed with the Yankees and it, mm-hmm. oh, with, with his, uh, with his type one photo he was talking yeah. about this week and just picturing back in the day and, and, you know, and you picture this magical time. I mean, it's things were kind of rough back then, but when you think about baseball, you think about this Americana and it was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, all this magical stuff. So that, that's for me is, is, is my sound corny as it is. Um, I've always had an appreciation for history. I used to really love it in school. Um, but um, so, yeah, just that's kind of what pushes me to it. But the number one is, is just because of this being my favorite card. I'm like, you know what? This is my first pick, favorite card. I'm going to go and go after the set. So that's where we're at. And let me Orlando catch up. Orlando dropping dimes. I see that. Let me catch up on some of these. Um, Comments. Um, Steve says, "Be happy. You're being blessed with his presence, so that that is fine. That Thank is you, all Steve. good." Appreciate that. Hey, Orlando checking in from uh, sunny Florida. Uh, Steve says, uh, uh, "James says, let's go binder gang." Yeah, man. Yeah, we um we have, we have to do some couple segments with some binders, but we'll we'll get to that. We can't use all you can't use all up the all the creative juices right away. We gotta. Let that stuff marinate. Steve says, 86 flare and 56 tops. You guys are doing it right. Appreciate you, that, you. man. Uh, Steve says, Oz's glasses make me want to watch Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and Orlando says, Minnie Minosa was the first black Latino to play in the majors. Yeah. So there you go, man. Little little food for thought for you. So, yeah, it, it, it's fun, man. And I like that I can slow play this. I mean, yeah. no, no, no rush, no rush no, at all. Believe you me. No Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially where you're at. I mean, like I said, I there's I so see you have the Jackie, you have the Jackie, the Willie, and uh, Mickey. It's funny, I mean, all these guys have those kind of names like that, yeah. Jackie, um, Willie, Mickey, yeah, Jackie, Willie, and Sandy. Gotta <laughs> yeah. get uh, Sandy too. Uh, Ted Williams, I did pick up at the at the Teddy. national, yeah, Teddy, yeah, no, anyways. Bobby, yeah, <laughs> and then you got Hank. He can be Hanky. Hanky, Hanky. So that, look at that. Hanky, no. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Hanky, see that I'm getting good at this transition there game, right? So, um, will Michael Robinson have Prism cards? Huh. I don't know. Good question there. I don't know. Are we talking about Michael Robinson from Penn State? <laughs> That two pops into my head when I, I hear Michael Robinson. So I don't know. It could be somebody else. So Brendan, let us know if that's what you're talking about or not. Um, all right. So this bit, this has been beat to death, but you know, we we wanted to at least touch on it a little oh, bit. Oh, you got to. You can't just, you know, I mean, yeah, we just, can't just people, ignore it. Yeah, there's yeah, even yeah. more stuff that came out today. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is like the biggest hobby soap opera since probably the last biggest hob- hobby soap opera, but um. Yeah, and Stuke says uh, Martin Diego, um, yes. you know that's another uh, legend out there. We've uh, actually our buddy, uh, player, yeah, right? yep, yep, our buddy Hidalgo, um, he he does stuff. He does work with with the Martin Diego Foundation. Yes, so very aware aware of him being being a really good player. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. So again, this this whole um. This whole car porn thing—it's—it's uh, it's like as the world turns. I'm not gonna act like I'm—I'm I'm all up on this because you know it's just little dribs and drabs. If you wanna—if this is your thing, man, check out Splendor's Boy, AIH, Dan the Card Man, all those guys—they've—they've they've been on this since day one. And um, Darren Rebel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, go uh, anyways, to, you know, go straight to the horse's mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Darren Rebel comes out with the with the um. With the uh, article today, just kind of chronic uh, putting, uh, it, how do I say, like uh, just like talking about events that led up to where yeah. we're at today. Um, you know, bad deal, uh, deals gone bad, all this crap, blah 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 blah. I mean, it has it all. But you, sir, wanted to talk about just um, a little bit of 
besides all the craziness that's going on, just how we as a hobby uh, community can probably help out a little bit or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, it, it's yeah. almost weird, you know, and I, I don't know if it's just me, but I get like this little, I, I, sometimes I got a little spidey sense going on. Shout out to ripping and flipping cars. Thank you for joining us. And Penn state did look pretty good. Young boy looking good. Um, but with the spidey sense that I get, I think there's a lot of people out there that know more than what they're letting on. And I, you know, we, 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 we got, it's like, you have one guy, you know, you have this Juan Garcia, AKA John Garcia, AKA Jonathan Garcia, AKA Jonathan Gilbert Gottfried, whatever the hell he wants to call himself at whatever point in time. And, you know, we're pinning it on him. So it's like, okay, Juan card porn, it's just him. And he's done all these nefarious deeds and we, we, you know, we got him. Now we got to try to, you know, he's ghosted. He's everything that he's had. He's just gotten rid of everything, even his WhatsApp. And, uh, you know, who knows where this guy's at. Um, and that's it. You know, it's like, okay, it's a pretty, you, you can put it in, you know, tie a little pretty bow on it. You know, we, we know Juan Garcia is the bad guy. He's the car porn guy. And I just, I think there's tentacles that are coming out of this, bro. And just reading some stuff, some comments, you know, shout out to Peter Pack, man. He kind of was alluding to some facts about it's not just him. And, you know, it's bigger than that. What that means, sheesh. I don't know, but I know uh, the GC he's putting out there, you know, he puts out his nice little uh, where he has, you know, some type of stuff, you know, his content and he'll have like a movie clip and it's you know, like, you can't trust nobody. You know what I mean? In the hobby, you just can't trust anybody now. You know what I mean? You don't know. You're looking at somebody's side. I like, you know, do you know what's going on? Um, and it sucks that we kind of got, we're there now. You know, we've all come back into this hobby. A lot of us, we we left for a while, come back as adults with some money. And it, it's a cool place to be. We're building the community. We're talking about it every week. And the fact that we have to deal with this kind of crap and it not just be, you know, like I talked about, like a nice little bow and we could just go ahead and carpet, uh, you know, compartmentalize it into one little thing and keep it as Juan Garcia when I don't think, you know what I mean? Again, that's just me. That's my little spidey sense. I don't think it's just one person. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think, um, I think that there, what was your thing last year? The tight, the tight sphincters. I yeah. Think, I think that, you know, I, I just, if it is one guy, that's a hell of a way to go. I mean, that's a hell of an operation. Yeah. Uh, I just think that there are a lot of people who know a lot of things, and maybe it's not their place to say right now, but if you know where this guy is or what he was doing and you're, and you're just turning a blind eye, not so good. Um, we've seen in, in, in the past how, how that, you know, you, you're just as guilty, if not more than, than the guy, um, you know, that, that has all this craziness going on, but it, it's just, it's, it's messed up, man. Um, a lot of people, who knows how far this goes? I mean, the, f the fact that this is big time money, the, the, the money is the least of the thing. But I mean, there's again, like you said, there's tentacles. But I, I really do think that there are some people in high places, be it in the hobby, be it in content creation, be it wherever it is. Um, it, it's this thing is is a is a conglomerate, man. It's not just one dude. And there where, are people. Where there's I, smoke, there's fire. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee, bro. I don't know much, but I don't know. Like I just guarantee that there are people out there that know a lot and just being like they're just yeah trying to hide. You know, if I don't say anything, you know. Hopefully, you know, you just <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like almost like you you do some dirt and you know what you did was wrong, and you're hoping and praying that your mom doesn't find out, you know. But too many people out there know that you did it, and you know it's gonna get back to her eventually. And when it does, you're gonna get your ass whooped. And that that's a situation where I think a lot of people are finding themselves in. And again, I we could be wrong. We could be totally wrong. It could just be this guy, and he could just be a jerk, and he could have just been a scammer. Um, and he scammed a lot of people. I know. I believe I read in the article he gave about a hundred thirty-five to hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of memorabilia and cars that he put through, um, you know, golden auctions and stuff like that. Golden went back and said, you know, everything that he gave me was double certified you know i didn't we didn't sell any thing that wasn't you know legit 
but they just sold a jersey for 1.2 million that was supposedly legit. So that's the the crazy thing about this hobby, dude. It's like we we, we put a lot of faith. That's what I was about to say. It puts everything into question. It puts even like even these little things like this. Yeah. You know, it, it really does. And and it's a shame that you have it just it, it really it really just undermines the whole it just how do I say it? like like you really gotta be then you're like man you know what I I'm, I'm gonna turn all this stuff off and just collect for for the love of collecting yeah it, it's really but but we all want you know we all to some extent want these things to be worth something yeah. one day like yeah, you know, I always say, we can't honest, just right. like act like yeah. we don't want to be that that you know when you're a kid you 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 always want to go for that that good rookie you know you want to get that yeah. rookie card not only because that's the best player, but you know, that's going to be worth the most amount of money. And that's the card. If I have his rookie card, you know, 20 years from now, this thing will be, it's $500. Now it'll be, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, 150,000, a million dollars, depending on, you know, how good this person was, if they're a generational player. And that's how you get, you know, into the hobby as a, as a little kid, you see dollar signs. And then when you come back and you, you come back in the middle of the pandemic and everything's going through the roof, you're like, Oh my God, you know, I remember this hobby. This is cool. You get right. some of these cards and start making some money. And then when you realize, okay, I'm not going to be a millionaire overnight, then you're like, okay, let me reevaluate the whole situation, what I want to do here. And that's when you kind of go to the whole, let me, you know, collect what you like, collect what you love. And it, you, you start getting a little bit deeper as to, you know, the nostalgic purposes and, you know, everything that hits you in the fields. And then when you have something like this, if you're putting big money into, you know, if I'm building a PSA 9, you know, set, and it, everything comes into the question. And then it's like, why am I spending all this money for a goddamn number when, you know, two, three years from now, they'll be like, oh, yeah, PSA, you know, they went downhill and it all went to AI. So anything that was right. in the PSA slab now is kind of, you know, worthless because, you know, it was all subjective. So, you know, that that's doom and gloom. We try not to think that way. We always try to stay positive and we're going to go ahead and maintain that. But every once in a while, you get hit with one of these stories and it being card porn and, it, you know, and cardboard was um, <laughs> Steve mm-hmm. Splendor. We can all agree it's James Harden's fault. I agree totally. That guy, Listen, you know, I, really I had I had my my day in the sun with James Harden from day one. I told uh, Mr. Sports Car Grocery from back. I said, dude, this guy, you are who you are. He is a cancer. I'm sorry. And, and he, you turn a blind eye because he makes a, a three he plays. A, but all the while he's just undermining the team and his uh, whatever. That's that's the story for another day. But uh, Steve actually makes up a good uh, point here. He says, you know, it opens up opens up a lot of things as far as questioning anything he was a part of and affiliated with. So sure. Um, again, my my thing is I, I I could be wrong, but I feel that there's people who know and and maybe they are you know behind the scenes. We're not privy to any, all that stuff. But um, it's not right, man. It's just it's, it's some. Yeah, rip, ripping and flipping cards. He's like, didn't PSA start with a card that became the thing that pushed them over the edge? And then it turns out it was a bad card. Yeah, right. that was the T206. Honus. That was actually, yeah, Honus Wagner that was trimmed. And that was the first card. So the very first card that PSA graded was a trim card. Um, and I forget what they had graded. It was an eight or seven or eight. I forget what it was. Yeah, whatever it was, it. you know, but, you know, it was like one of the best copies of the Honus Wagner. And that kind of put them into the forefront and push them you know that and then you know they developed the psa registry and right. that kind of got everybody and you know a couple months later here we are yeah and but, yes yeah. ripping and flipping cars greed is a powerful drug um you know that's one thing we've always spoken about greed if you go back to our earlier episodes people will do anything and everything you know for greed and, and money and unfortunately that that's the underbelly of this this hobby bro it's it's the money yeah. you know yeah because yeah. like you got you know i mean robin ken just came off of sh- uh doing a live right before us and they're talking about going to the shows and how they're prepping to go to the shows and, and you know and, and ken's um plan of attack and all that stuff and all the while you have this nasty underbelly going yeah and it's like man it undermines everything that's really going on there you know you have some people again who are just spending time with their kid they take their son or daughter out whatever on a saturday and they're like oh come on we're gonna spend a couple bucks and whatever and then you just got all this stuff going on and it's just it's just it's a bad look man just you know 
I don't know. It just, again, it, it brings into question a lot of things. Um, Cause it, this guy was pretty well connected, man. Hanging Very with some well big connected. names. And it wasn't well like connected. he was. And you, you heard about him, but he, 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 that was another guy. Like you asked me like, who the hell is car porn? I'm like, dude, I think it's, you know, I heard it's some Spanish guy, you know, some guy, Juan, John, I don't, I said, I don't know. I, Are we related just, to him. He might be, <laughs> you know I mean? My, maybe my cousin, I don't even know, but I ain't getting none of that money. So <laughs> I'm going to sell his ass out. He didn't give me nothing. But, yeah. you know, and then on top of that, I'm like, bro, if this is if this is the case, we got this guy, Juan Garcia, of all of everybody. Now they got the Spanish guy got to be the downfall of the, of the freaking hobby. Of course, blame it on the Spanish guy. You know, it's like, Jesus. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Brendan Ryan says, uh, hobby watch dogs are self-appointed until vetted. Any ideas on how to form a consensus around hobby watch dogs? Oh, that's a good mm. I don't know, wow. bro. That, that sounds like um, that sounds like a question for Splenda and, and the boys. Yeah, because it, like you said, they are self-appointed, and 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 car porn was that self-appointed watchdog. It was even in their title, you know, True. hobby watchdog. And meanwhile, you know, <laughs> this dude, <laughs> he's out here, you know, trading a a fake BBC E eighty six Fleer set, you know, for one hundred thirty five thousand dollars worth of real cards. And the, the creativity of these dudes, though, man. I mean, we're taking rappers and <laughs> oh, that's insane, bro. That's crazy. So, listen, man. I mean, again, if you know something and you're holding it back, don't be that dude. I mean, just 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 put it out there, contact wherever it needs to be contacted, and let's hopefully just build for the build good, a, for the good uh, of the realm, sir. Yeah, man. For the good of the realm. All right. Um, we got two more. Uh you want to do card of the week next and leave the funny one for later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do card okay. of the week. All right, let's do card of the week. Um, you have something there? Yeah, I I got three. Um, okay, but they're all tied in together, so it's nothing. But this is you know getting back to the '86 Fleer, and these uh, three cars were the first ones. So we have number one was the 1986 Fleer Charles Barkley. And that's the one that, you know, on-card auto that he signed in person auto, the Gem Mint 10 auto. And this was my first big purchase that I made in the hobby. So this means a lot to me with Sir Charles being, you know, before AI, there was Sir Charles being a Sixers fan. And then you go back even further before Sir Charles, it was the Doc, Julius Irving. So got that in a PSA 9 along with his sticker so these three cards not only are they part of this iconic set but they mean a lot to me because this just brings me back to my childhood these these three guys dr j and uh you know charles barkley that 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 was a golden era of, of basketball for uh the sixers and you know even watching winning time Again, you know, right. with the Lakers, and they have that that spot where they bring in Dr. J, who looks, you know, like a complete goof in the in the thing. I was <laughs> like, how the hell did they cast this guy as Dr. J? You know what I mean? But um, hey, it's tough to replicate that. that yeah, I mean, like that. to me, like Dr. J is just the epitome of cool yeah. and like sophistication. And he walked into this room and he was dressed to the nines and just like cool as shit. Like, yeah. can't touch me, <laughs> Dr. J, baby. You know, Mike, Mike, when Michael came into the league, he was emulating Dr. J. That's true. That is true. I will say mine are in honor of football kicking off. These are actually two gifts from our buddy, the commish. Uh, first one, these are newer cards, but still, he, you know, so it's always cool to any, anytime we said, anytime you get a, a card, it's cool. Good stuff. This is, uh, this is, this is 2019 Don Russ football. Yeah, you know, my guy, Randall Cunningham there. Another um, goat. Yeah, there you go. Another Philly goat. You know, so got the that. Ultimate weapon. There you go. I know. I gotta get that sports illustrated. Yeah. Uh the other one is what's this? 2017 Panini. And it's another. So I got Randall in the white uniform. Nice. Actually, you know what? This is in honor of the Kelly Green uniform is coming back this year. So I got Randall in the white and then Randall in the Kelly Green. Mm-mm. So, dude, just, I can't wait. You know, I know you. Nobody cares, but for for Philadelphia to see the Kelly Green back again, that is huge. Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, it, I never, I never jumped off the uh, 
the band that you can see my Kelly Green stuff I got hanging over here. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's always grew up on those uniforms. Love them. Uh, they won't be permanent. They're like kind of those one of those alternate things that they got going on. But uh, it's nice to see that back, man. And I know the <laughs> I know the uh, the concept, not the the souvenir stands and all that stuff. They really really like it because people are buying that stuff up left oh, and right. I'm like it's going out of style. I'm like you know that's been around forever. But uh, there you go. Little Kelly Green action there. So those are the cards of the week for this week. And finally, we're going to wrap up with, man, you've been trying to get this thing on the air for, for weeks now. So let, <laughs> let's finally, yeah. And I'm glad like Splendor's around and Brendan and all these guys. Uh, the question is on Instagram, what is a worse follow? <laughs> oh, my God. A, the porn chick soliciting you. B, the logo creator or see the guy with one post saying legit in all caps. <laughs> so, you know, not for nothing, but I always get excited. You know, I get the hit of dopamine when I see, Oh, somebody just followed you. I was like, Oh, cool. I got a new follower. Excellent. So then you go see, you know, who it is and you, you, you're trying to, you know, make sure it's like, it's a, a legit card account. And then you open it up and it's that, uh, you know, the lady of the night propositioning you, to go ahead and you know go onto her page and was that only fans yeah and you're like oh that's a worthless you know delete yeah or you know it's the uh <laughs> the person that's all logos you know you click on their page and then it's all logos and you know they're just trying to sell you a logo so that's a worthless follow they're not really interested in what you're doing they just want to try to sell you a logo right you know or it's the worst part is when you go ahead and you click on it, you see it's a card account, but then they have one post and the only post is in all caps legit. So, you know, they're not legit. <laughs> and then you'll get, you know, the same thing, like three different times. It, it, it always happens in bunches. It's like, a you know, it's a bot that's sending you all these yeah. things that try to go ahead and scam your ass and it'll send the same thing. And it's like, man, those are worthless follows. Yeah, for me, it's definitely the, uh, and I, yeah, actually three guys, and it's definitely the porn chick, because <laughs> it, 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 that's a total waste. I'm like, this is like, I mean, this, first of all, you're not real. It's not real. It's some dude in his basement eating Cheetos. It's not a total waste. No, it's a total waste, because it, it's fugazi, bro. It, 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 you know <laughs> it's you know, you don't, You're not going to go. I'm just saying there's some that are pretty. Yeah, but but you know it's fake though. Yeah, it's I know not, it's fake. I'm yeah, just saying. So like, nice you, to look at for like two seconds and you delete them. Yeah, but I'm saying, and even probably the logo one is too to some. But at least you, there's something there for the logo one. The logo, and I mean, the, they're real. They're real people. They're just trying to get your business. Yeah, trying yeah, to solicit yeah, you. For me, it's def, definitely the 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 porn chick. Um, let's see, Brendan says avoid the ladies of the night. <laughs> uh, Steve says. The porn accounts are the worst. No one wants to pay for your OnlyFans when there are cardboard pictures of men to buy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, look who showed up! You know this guy—he makes a he, this guy loves showing up. Yeah, he makes sure he shows up at nine fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah, it's always good. Uh, he says Oz is trying to act like he doesn't know what OnlyFans is. He has that on every night. <laughs> uh, don't speak for Oz, Splenda. Oz clicks the link. There you go. <laughs> uh, Brendan says Steve needs some more bench warmer cards. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, dude, by far that is the uh, for me is the uh, porn chick because like I said, it's just, not to uh, me. To me, it's the phony card account that says legit. That's the worst one. One post, no cards, legit. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, but here. I, I find that one to be so ridiculous. Scam. Yeah, yeah, no. I know. I just like the uh, the porn chick and and the one the legit guy. I find them to be so ridiculous that it's just like. Eh. All right, man. So uh, before we end, give me give me your uh, Super Bowl prediction. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, man. We're going there already. Yeah, I mean, because this is going to air. Uh, well, it's out now, and then it'll, it'll, we're still going to release these on um, Friday mornings. Yeah. You know, we'll keep the regular rotation as far as when the podcasts come out. But um, what do you got, man? You know what? Chalk, baby. We're going, we, we running it back. I want revenge. I want the Eagles, and I want Kansas City. And this time, we're going to play on a real field, and we're going to go ahead and have our footing, and we're going to whoop that ass. Patrick Mahomes, sorry, bro, not this year. It's going to be Jalen Hurts, going to be MVP, 
we gonna make it happen. And that's not me being a homer. I'm just spitting facts. Oh no, never, 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 never. Um, I'm gonna say Eagles Dolphins. Eagles Dolphins. Wow, just something, Dolphins. Just something, just something, you know, off the off the hook. I think that uh, that's chalk, Manny. <laughs> yeah, that's two man. teams in the league. Man, he's silly. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, if we pick if we pick anybody else, we'd be, you know, wouldn't work out too well. So, you know, that's all I got for tonight. Um, we won't we won't change our name to Cousins Porn. Um, listen, bro, like what 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 do you want me to say, Manny? Freaking like everybody's gonna say the same thing. All, yeah, the Dolphins actually do have a good team. They have a very good team. Um, so long as Tua, Tua can stay healthy and you never know. I mean that AFC East, you know, they're, everybody's on the Jets and the Bills, and they're just kind of just hanging out. So you never know. Man. You never I, know. I love the whole like Aaron Rodgers. Like every year, no matter what, he's winning the Super Bowl, or at least you know he has a chance to, but never mm-hmm. gets there except for the one time. So you want to talk about somebody that has had that career that should have won? He should have had a career like Patrick Mahomes. But he yeah, he only had tough, one. Yeah. But every year he you know oh throw him on the Jets oh right away their contenders are gonna win it like I like Aaron Rodgers he's great he's one of the greatest but it's like when it comes time to it nine times out of ten he ain't gonna finish bro yeah yeah all right man you don't want a real picnic this man he's silly man like you know because like I said that's how the NFL is like you always get one team like last year it was the Eagles out of nowhere yeah like you always get one team that just comes. Out of nowhere. So again, just thinking outside the box. I could just say the same thing that everybody else does. You know, it's Eagles, Chiefs, or or uh, 49ers, uh, Bills. Like you know. So Aaron Rodgers versus Dan Marino. Dan Marino all day. Dan Marino was. Um, I know that Aaron Rodgers has the. Uh, huh. Actually, uh, I think uh, Joe Montana was quoted recently as saying Dan Marino is his. Uh, he thinks Dan Marino is the best QB of all time. Really. Bro, Dan Marino is putting up five thousand yards when you nobody was putting up five thousand yards. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he would put up eight thousand yards <laughs> now. So, but uh, you thought Nick Foles was Philly goat? Oh yeah, bro, Nick Foles is uh we got a lot of them. You know what I mean, we have a, Nick we Foles have a, is a Philly god, bro. Have a farm BDN. If y'all don't know what that means, look it up. There you go. D D N. Yeah. Like, see, Orlando knows what he's talking about. Marino changed the game, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, do cannon of an arm, release, all that good stuff. Listen, man, you mentioned football. This is why, dude, this is why this is why we moved the show to Wednesdays because football, it, like the chat on fire, we just, yeah. I don't, I don't think any other sport really like gets people going like that, man. Cause like it's just a, cause you got to, you know, baseball, basketball, hockey, it's every night, it's a marathon. While football is, it, it is a marathon, but it feels like a sprint as well, you know, because yeah. it, it's like if you There's get off so rest- many games, it's once a week. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm Come ready on. for some football. I'm ready for some football, Luke, baby. Boy. Listen, I got the smoker ready. You know, that's my Sunday thing. Just, oh, it's on. It's on. So, good luck to everybody's teams, except for Manny. <laughs> Cowgirls hey, in the house. For sure. Look at that. Uh, I'm gonna be seeing a lot of this. There you go. There you go. So, Oz, uh, without further ado, take us home, sir. Another excellent episode, sir. Appreciate you, Tony, coming through once again. Everybody in the uh, chat always love everything that's going on. Manny, thank you for joining us last second. Stooks, Mr. Oh, yeah. Orlando. Nope. Rob. Before you uh, Saturday too. I mean, for me, it yeah. starts from Thursday. You got Thursday pros, Thursday college, Friday. I'll sit and watch some high school stuff. It's nice that the games are on YouTube now. So, um, Dude, yeah, right man, now I mean, the only was it Tuesday and Wednesday? Uh, basically, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. Every other night. I mean, the wife knows the um, my mistress is back. Says she comes. My mistress shows up between September and all the way into January. So uh, it's all good, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, you know, I like uh, myself and Rob's. Both our wives are huge uh, NFL fans as far as, you know, when it comes to sports. So it's it's pretty good with me. She's always there watching football with me. So can't complain once football season rolls around. She's going to be right there, right 
right next to me, my road dog. So we're going to have some fun. It's going to be interesting to see what's cracking. And for everybody that showed up, thank you for the support. We love you guys. And we're going to end this, Tony, like we always do. I got my glasses on. And I'm going to say this very professionally. And that is keep focused. Please keep positive and keep collecting. Tony, could you please bring the beat back, sir?